Do Over by John Acuff. One sentence summary. Do Over shines a light on the four core skills you need to build an amazing career. Relationships, skills, character and hustle. And shows you how to develop each one of them and use them in different stages of your career. My favorite quote from the author is, Want a better job right this second? Choose your attitude and adjust your expectations. John Acuff. Today is a big day. It's the day John Acuff's book trilogy is completed on 4-minute books. After Quitter and Start, Do Over now completes this set in the 4-minute Hall of Fame. Quitter was about quitting your job. Start was about starting your own. Do Over is what happens before, after and sometimes in between those two. It shows you how to intentionally build your career by focusing on developing 4 skills, each of which is particularly helpful in a certain stage of your career. Here are two of them, plus another valuable lesson from John's book. 1. Look at what's in your career savings account. 2. Break through any career ceiling with new skills. 3. Take a career jump by investing in your own character. Ready to call do-over? Let's do it over then. Do-over, lesson 1. Take stock of your career savings account. This answers the question, how can I analyze where I am at in my career? John says just like a filled bank account helps you through a financial slump, a filled career savings account helps you through a career slump. And it happens quite often. According to the 2014 Gallup poll, around 70% of Americans are either not engaged, which means not enthusiastic, in their jobs, or downright hate them. But changing your career and rebuilding it requires courage. The way you build that courage is by making sure you have the abilities to handle whatever comes next. John suggests the following formula to calculate what's in your career savings account so far. Relationships plus skills plus character times hustle equals your career savings account. Knowing you have a good network, solid technical skills and a strong character plus being prepared to do what it takes are the foundation of a strong CSA. John even created a quiz to help you take stock. Do over, lesson 2. Learn new skills to break through career ceilings. This answers the question, when I reached the top rung of a ladder in my career, what do I do? Sometimes everything seems to be going fine, even though it feels like it doesn't. When you can't really put your finger on what's wrong because technically everything is well at your job, that's often a sign you've hit a career ceiling. You're paid well, you routinely handle all your tasks and are in good standing with all your colleagues. However, even though you're doing great, you just can't get to the next level. No promotion, no headhunters contacting you, and no promising side projects on the horizon. In that case, your do-over requires an objective assessment of your skills. What are you good at? What are you missing? Which skills do you need to take your career to the next step? Dig deep, John says. A lot of our skills are often invisible, hiding beneath the surface. For example, if you're the one organizing the annual company Christmas party every year, that's probably a good sign you're very organized in general. But once you see that, you'll probably also notice that another skill you don't have would go quite well with it. For example, if you're really good at organizing, how about actively creating and marketing events too, so you have something to organize and an event to pull off? By going out and acquiring exactly those skills that complement the ones you already have, you round out your skill set, which is just what you need to smash through that career ceiling and rise up. Do over, lesson 3. Invest in your own character to get ready to take a career jump. 
This answers the question, what if I want to change my career altogether? How do I prepare for that? But maybe you don't want to break through a career ceiling. Maybe you want to leave that building altogether, take a career jump and start your own thing. In that case, the most crucial aspect you need to develop first is your character. Once you take the leap, a lot of responsibility will rest on your shoulders. And you'll have to be a leader, first leading yourself and eventual co-workers later on. The strongest business is built on the strongest you. The three most important character traits John observed in his 16-year stint through corporate America are generosity, empathy and presence. Generosity is simple. Give more than you receive. I remember the very first day at my internship, my advisor won tickets to see Pompeii in the cinema, and he invited me and another intern to join him. I'll never forget that. For him it was probably a small gesture, but for me it was huge to be treated like a friend when it was just my first day as an intern there. Empathy can be trained by asking yourself one simple question over and over again when you talk to other people. How would I feel if I was in his or her shoes? That's all you need. Just mentally stepping into someone else's perspective will help you understand them so much better and judge them a lot less. Presence is about being in the moment and paying attention. So the next time a friend tells you a story, put down your phone, look at her and really listen to her problems. Invest in your character whenever you get a chance. All it takes is time and you can never know when the next career jump opportunity presents itself, at which you will be glad you did. My personal takeaways from Do Over for 2017. First of all, I think the title of this book is super comforting. I don't know, John Acuff is a guy who makes me feel very comfortable in my skin. I can't say, um, I can't put it otherwise. I think that's the best way to say it. He makes you feel like you belong. He makes you feel like you got this, like you have a shot and like everything's going to be all right. If you see him in videos or podcasts. So he's very down to earth, very calm, very positive, very light spirit. Um, I really like that. And the title itself of the book, I mean, super comforting, right? Do over, right? When you think about the fact that you can always do over, you can always do that. Like even if you hit rock bottom and you're fired from three jobs in a row, you can still do over. You can do over at any time in your life. And that's a pretty good thing. Not just for careers, but for your life in general. It applies to relationships and so on too. But even for your career, just knowing that and keeping that in mind is very powerful, I think. So the career savings account, what he puts in there, relationships plus skills plus character times hustle. And I'm actually not sure, uh, I don't see a bracket on here, but I think it's probably relationship skills and character all together times hustle, right? So that there would be brackets around relationship plus skills plus character and then all times hustle because how much time you put in, how, how much work you do. And John is a very very health conscious advocate of hustle so he says hustle as much as you can without you know jeopardizing your health so which is also a very sustainable approach something i like and i have to give the guy credit for because someone like gary vaynerchuk's more along the lines like he gets there he gets better in terms of saying like steep however much you want like whatever hustle means to you but from afar you could get gary vaynerchuk's message uh down the wrong pipe so to speak uh a little easier than John Acuff's. <clears throat> and now the two we looked at are skills and character. Now, I don't know what the book says. I just want to give you my perspective on the other two. 
So relationships, I think relationships depends very much on the thing you want to accomplish and the industry you want to be in. And I think there's always a solution. Relationships are on a spectrum, right? There's the guy who has no relationships and who doesn't want any. That would be someone like me. Um, who wants to do everything by themselves, work alone, uh, create their work, ship their art, whatever it is, release it, and then be done with it. And there's the other end of the spectrum, the person that only focuses or focuses very much on relationships and networking and so on, and thinks that's everything, right? And goes to every event, meets new people, and so on. There's something in between, of course, but I think for each industry, it very much depends, again, on the industry, And on you, obviously, where you should come out in. So for me, my whole definition of ultimate freedom is that I don't need to rely on anyone. So that's why I have to do this by myself, right? It's just, it wouldn't make sense for me to have like three different jobs or depend on, we always depend on other people. But I want to spread my dependability so much, diversify it so much across different channels, platforms, customers, projects, products, and so on. I want to diversify it so much that the risk goes basically to zero, right? So that I can manage everything by myself. Like that's my, my ultimate definition of freedom. So for me, it doesn't work. And that's why I don't care about networking, like at all. If someone writes me, they want to republish my post somewhere, cool, awesome, I'll take the opportunity. But I never, I, well, sometimes I pitch, I don't want to lie, but very rarely do I send pitch emails or go to events or or I'm very bent on working with somebody, like opportunities come and go, and if I just do my thing, that works. That happens to work because I'm a writer and I work online, right, where things scale really well, even if you're just one guy sitting at a laptop. In other industries, that might not be the case. Like if you do steel tubing, and that's a very conservative uh, business, lots of small to medium-sized businesses and so on, uh, then that probably won't work. You can't do it alone, right? And I mean, even... uh, Imagine like building steel tubes. It takes a whole bunch of people to just build one steel tube. So that doesn't work. So you have to consider your industry and how who you are as a person and of course what you want to figure out how many relationships and how much you need to focus on that aspect. So the other part we didn't talk about, hustle. Um, that's super personal and I don't want to... I want to tell you... Um, the only thing I want to say about hustle is that the time for your hustle should come from time you otherwise spend complaining and relaxing. Because that's the only part you can take, right? You shouldn't mess with something super important like family time or you shouldn't mess with something super important like your health. If you can't run or if you can't function on five hours of sleep, don't do it. Um... But you can always take from leisure, right? And we all have leisure still left to go and that we can take and um, do more with. We all have that. So if you feel like you're not hustling enough, like you're not working enough, take the time for that from your leisure. Watch less movies. Watch less episodes. I mean, I watch like somewhere along two to five depends on the week episodes of a show per week maybe some youtube videos that's it really i don't have much downtime actually i sleep in on weekends um but i still can take that right so if i'm not happy with how many summaries i'm recording here i can you know like put the uh, put watching entourage on the back burner and hustle more that's the only option you've got i think that's a safe place to take from right because none of that matters in the long run it's just 
it's just time you spend the way you like and time you use for recovering and so on but it's not really important so that's where I would take that time from that's all I'll say about hustle Assessment of your skills, learning ones that are complementary. Uh, I like to learn skills just in time. So when I realize, oh man, I need to figure out how to build a certain web page, I will learn that just then and there. Uh, I think that's very entrepreneurial because you have to figure out shit when you need it. Um, and you can't just learn things for the sake of learning. So obviously it makes sense to ask some questions and to give yourself challenges that force you to figure out the right skills and then learn those. So don't just overlearn and don't just learn for the sake of learning. And lastly, investing in your character. Um, generosity. Let me show you how I'm trying to do it. Generosity. I write a lot of content and it's all free. Um, or 99% of it is free. Like I charge for these summaries. That's like one of 10 things I charge for or I've ever made that I charge for. Or even less, maybe five. Um, all my answers, articles, everything is free. So I give freely every single day. Um, empathy. I always ask myself. Um, I always wait with my responses when someone makes me mad. I always ask, like, what was really the unfair part if I look at this objectively? Um, what was unfair? Like, what do I need to tell them that they need to know that wasn't okay? And what was really maybe dependent on their situation? What was because they had a bad day and so on? So I think that's really important to honestly and fairly say like when something is wrong uh, so i'm making a negative counter example here to the good one um to figure that one out and put that on top of okay so what's contextual what might be you know like they're having a rough day a rough week a rough year whatever so always ask the question how would i feel if i was in his or her shoes right now and lastly presence uh, that requires self-awareness which i've built a lot of but um I think in general, just putting your phone down when you talk to people or when you when you in a cafe or whatever, putting your phone in your backpack or pocket and silencing it and putting it away. I think that's one of the greatest habits you can pick up very quickly to start being present more. And you'll also do that at work automatically if you do it with your friends, of course. So highly recommend that one. I hope you'll give this a try. I hope you'll learn some more things from the summary. And I will see you on the next one.